You're listening to the Data Point Podcast, brought to you by The Hindu. I'm your host, Sonika Loganandan. It's Saturday, May 13th. It's just past 6 p.m. and all votes have been counted for the Karnataka Assembly election. And the Congress has secured a fairly comfortable win. My team has been tracking the data in real time throughout the day, and we've noticed some trends across regions, districts, rural urban voters, and socioeconomic backgrounds. I'm joined by the Hindu's resident editor, S. Bagishri, and principal correspondent, K.V. Aditya, who are in Bengaluru and have been following and covering the elections. And clearly, the Congress has won, but this is something that we knew for a fair chunk of the day. And now, with 100% of the votes counted, the Congress has won 136 seats out of 224, and that's 56 seats more than during the last election in 2018. This accounts for 43% of the vote share. And the BJP secured 64 seats, which is a 40-seat drop, and the JDS won 20 seats, which is 17 seats less than 2018. And it's interesting to note that the Congress crossed the halfway mark fairly early in the day when a little over 30% of the votes had been counted. So, you know, with all of this in mind, can you both just start off with telling us how this win happened and and what was the lead up to this success for the Congress? So this is, uh, as we know, quite a historic thing because... uh, since uh, 19, I think 89, as the numbers indicate right now, it's about uh, EC is showing about 135. It's the highest since 1989. So it's uh, we could uh, call it a wave, wave election where uh, we have seen many ministers lose. We have seen many, you know, like uh, you know, big wigs of the party lose. So it's clearly a wave election, and this was something that even the best of i mean whatever came the closest pre-poll surveys or uh, most of them did not quite uh, catch this trend i think because it's as we see in the other data set also this has largely happened in the rural in the rural belts which is which by and large tends to go under the radar so i suppose that's one of the reasons why it, i mean this kind of a wave even those who thought congress will do well did not see barring one or two local websites which actually got it. I think this has been uh, quite unprecedented since uh, 1989. Yeah, so this shows a very clear uh, wave and uh, a very strong anti-incumbency and also that the BJP's calculations in a lot of ways have gone wrong. I mean, in the sense, this was an election that was driven very much by the central high command. I mean, local leaders, if you look at the television ads of uh, assembly elections, uh, even of the BJP, they would literally say vote for BJP. And the number of times uh, uh, Narendra Modi came and campaigned here uh, and did road shows, it was clearly driven by the center. So that the strategy and the way they changed several MLAs, the caste calculations, I think this would uh, send them back to you know, question themselves on many of these things and also wonder if this centrally driven the strategy actually works all across. It probably, as was assumed, Karnataka was seen as the southern citadel of the party. So, 
does it work the way it does in gujarat or any other state is a question that they would have to ask themselves they probably thought that it could be you know experimented here as well the thing is uh, if you see the vote shares the vote share of congress has consistently risen across regions all the regions and bjp's vote share has increased only in bangalore and southern uh, old mysore and malnad region but jds has shrunk that is another important factor in this results that we are able to see right so the data show that in bengaluru district the bjp got 46.4% of the vote share which is up by 5.4% from 2018 and the other place that the bjp did well was coastal karnataka where they secured 48.5% of the vote share now mumbai and central karnataka and hyderabad karnataka and south and malnad regions of the state saw most of their vote share which in this case is over 40% go to the congress so uh, because jds has shrunk most of that jds vote share seems to have uh except for one part in southern uh, karnataka and malnad region most of the jds vote share seems to have transferred to congress and the congress is gaining both at the expense of bjp and jds so it seems to be a wave across regions across all five regions uh, congress has increased its vote share very well so there are no usually karnataka election is usually analyzed as it is different in different regions like it is five regions and five elections but congress has done well across regions that shows that congress there was a wave in favor of congress and against bjp and JD, shrinking of jds is also one of the big stories and takeaways from this result i would like to just just add uh, this was B, uh, congress doing well in south karnataka and in um, mumbai karnataka maybe we could see i mean like we are all hazarding guesses right now because it's i mean we'll still have to go back to the ground and see what were the factors at work you know that worked or didn't work but two things that we should probably look into is that in the lingayat vote factor the the fact that congress has done well in in, in mumbai karnataka and central karnataka shows says something about the lingayat factor for example there were lots of issues related to reservation it was not one but several uh, nitty gritties about reservation and also they changed uh, some of the big leaders of the party of the two big leaders one person has won by a, from congress ticket on a considerable margin the other one has lost shetter has lost and savadi has won so winning and losing is one thing but i think it sent out a certain kind of a message it was speculated whether it would work or not but the results indicate that there is something happening there on that question and also in in southern karnataka which is a vokaliga belt where jds is generally has done well and actually bjp has gained there uh, to some extent and that was a region where bjp went very very strong to make inroads and i think to an extent they have gained yes. they have, we can't say that they have done badly there it is a, it is a certainly a gain but uh, in terms for, of vote share in terms of vote share uh, also amit shah in one of his uh, campaigns uh, called jds the b team of congress so i don't know what happened because last election if you remember this a team b team 2018 election was a big thing and this time they said that jds is the b, b team of congress did that help consolidate muslim votes in favor of congress is something that uh, we could look at at a later date and how okaligas voted is something that we could look at because kpcc president is a okaliga that could have brought votes to uh, congress also so 
just to uh, substantiate what bagimam said uh, in in mumbai karnataka the vote share of bjp has dropped by 5% by whatever by 1230 and the vote share of congress has improved by 6.2% this is very clear and this is very big actually uh, in lingayat uh, bastion congress improving vote share by 6.2 and bjp vote share has dropped the most among the regions the deepest drop is in bombay karnataka and in southern karnataka and malnadu that is old mysore and malnadu bjp vote share has improved by 2.7% but it is the jds which is the loser it has which is actually jds bastion it has lost a vote share of 7.5% so out of the 7.5% most of it has gone to congress and some of it has gone to bjp so bjp wants to make inroads into old mysore region and it has actually improved its vote share but the problem is it has not been able to gain seats and because it is coming at the cost of jds jds has also not been able to win seats and that seems to have helped congress both improve yeah, its vote right. share and also its seat tally in uh, old mysore and malnadu region so i mean one thing that we've seen is that we've seen the congress has been able to field a lot of turncoats they had 23 candidates who were turncoats and that's essentially you know a candidate who was aligned with a different recognized party in the last election and has since switched parties so say going from the bjp in 2018 to the congress now the bjp also had some turncoat candidates they had 18 but when we look at the strike rates which is essentially the share of like victories that these candidates bought in we see that the congress did much better than the bjp So Congress turncoats had a strike rate of about 70% while the BJP had a strike rate of 5.6%. Is there a specific reason for this? Is there anything in particular that the Congress turncoats may have done to appeal to voters or anything like that? So essentially I think the main thing is there is a wave uh, anti-incumbency wave against the BJP and a and a wave in favor of Congress. So it is not about party hoppers being the problem. if a party hopper was in congress he is more likely to win if a party hopper was in bjp is more likely to lose so i don't think it it is any different from the overall state the way where the the direction of the wind in the state so uh, that is why i think the strike rate of even if you see the new faces in bjp it is much lower than the strike rate of uh, new faces in congress but uh, while while saying that uh, talking of new faces i should add one thing in coastal karnataka where bjp did uh, i think they fielded six new candidates in place of uh, incumbent mlas i think there they have done though the seats uh, the vote share has gone down their seats they have been able to retain yes. by and large uh, when i when we last saw i mean uh, congress had gained only one seat they had three uh, last time and uh, this time i think uh four and then i think one more was in uttar kannada was like little you know like going up and down so i don't know what happened to that eventually but in terms of uh, seats coastal karnataka they have quite been able to retain i think which says i mean th- there were a lot of doubts about what will happen in coastal karnataka because there was a, i mean there the, people are saying that there is a certain sense of exhaustion about this uh, ideological uh, you know polarization and so on but i don't know what exactly has happened there i mean they were bjp was also trying to experiment with many things they were trying new caste calculations they tried the you know fielding new candidates the most number of them in coastal karnataka so that's a region i think 
though the vote shares say one story i think we should look at what happened there and i was just talking to our uh, reporters in the mangalore bureau and they their sense is that this bajrangbali uh, thing that happened towards the very end of the campaign may have had some resonance in coastal karnataka given that that is the belt where these uh, groups are pretty much uh, you know more active compared to elsewhere so that's something that we could uh, explore further i think so later the results seem to suggest that this communal polarization seems to have helped bjp retain its bastion in coastal karnataka but uh, bjp at this time hope that this will actually spread to other parts of the state and yeah. they will be able to win more seats based on hindutva agenda but that clearly hasn't happened yeah i think that's a very big uh, take yes. i mean as it looks preliminary what we can yes. see that is one of the big questions in karnataka elections because for about one year there was a very strong uh, polarization campaign so what would happen as a result was a big question that was being debated so these results possibly say something about that as well so it, it may have worked in the coast to some extent to retain their bastion but it has not worked elsewhere but it may have actually also, backfired on them also in other regions but bjp making 2.7% as the earlier figure suggests in south karnataka i don't know what that means coming from jds yes. yes but who are those people who have you know whom they have gained is something and when amisha was asked about this also in one of the television interviews he said they are playing the long term game to make inroads into old mysore region yeah i think in uh, as far as making inroads elsewhere in karnataka outside the coastal belt i don't think bjp has a this election in mind at all i think they have uh, longer run yeah we touched a little bit on jds but i wonder you know recently this milk controversy happened between amul and nandini milk brands and that has clearly had some political consequence which the data shows so We looked at voting data from the top 5 milk producing districts and we see that the Congress secured 40.5% of the vote share which is a 5.5% increase from 2018. And sort of interestingly the JDS lost 6% of its vote share this year compared to 2018 and they secured about 24% of the vote share and the BJP about 27.5%. So can you remind us of what this milk controversy was about and what about it sort of pushed people toward the Congress and away from the JDS and the BJP Yeah I think the controversy is essentially uh, it began when Amit Shah talked of uh, what was perceived as an effort to merge Amul and KMF This was in one of his speeches earlier on in uh, Mandya. Uh, in Mandya So that set off a certain fear that Uh, this could mean because uh, KMF, uh, which is the Karnataka Milk Federation, uh, which which is the um, you know the, what produces Nandini Milk brand, uh, is a is really the backbone uh, in the in this in this region. And many a time when there is agrarian crisis, also dairying is something that many farmers rely on. So any fear around that question is something that uh, you know tr- can trigger panic. following that later there was this order that was issued uh, saying that all milk sachets should have dahi and in the kannada word for it is mosaru so they there was a circular i mean it was not restricted to karnataka it was across other brands as well including tamil nadu and other places that it should be changed to dahi so i think that also did not quite uh, i mean that was really uh, 
got them on the wrong foot so there were two questions here one is a very simple question of livelihood and the other is the question of identity so these two things uh, were kind of enmeshed in this whole issue but our uh, correspondent um, sharad shrivatsa who traveled in at least in the southern parts uh, of this uh, like uh, tumkuru mandya ramnagar uh, bangalore rural in, in this region what he felt is that it is not just a simple question of this controversy itself you know uh, uh, creating this uh, an anti incumbency wave or you know fear among farmers there were other much more uh, palpable livelihood issues for example the cost of uh, feed had gone up for a 50 kg bag by 300 rupees from 800 to whatever 300 plus in a gap of a, a few months and uh, there was a huge backlog and the, they had been demanding a hike in milk prices because of all the costs going up the government finally considered and gave a 2 2 rupee hike which was passed on the, to the farmers but they were not too very very happy with that even to this day the milk price in karnataka remains the lowest compared to many other states and they have an incentive that they give per liter of uh, milk that there is a huge backlog so and uh, this feed issue particularly was very big for landless laborers because they would have to buy it it's not like you can grow grass in your own land and feed the cow so he came across many instances of farmers in distress selling their cattle so i think um, the you know the an anti incumbency thing in this belt should be attributed to not just the kmf nandini uh, controversy which we we saw had not like in the complete rural hinterlands it many people were not very familiar with it also but even they were in distress and they uh, there was a strong resentment uh, felt there so i think all these factors we need to keep in mind but also the data itself shows that uh, this has not worked if this should have if this had worked then this entire issue about uh, kmf against uh protecting kmf from the merger of amul should have worked against bjp but in these milk producing districts bjp has improved its vote share by 1% and kmf more than congress is more identified with jds and for a long time hd revanna was the president of kmf and they have a very big uh, very good hold in kmf jds and here the vote share of jds in these districts has dropped right so amul and nandini has not worked as an issue it is very clear that bjp has improved its vote share by 1% and these districts milk producing districts the top 5 districts are all in old mysore region and the trends uh, apart from that so the trends in these top districts are in line with the larger region how it has voted so amul and nandini don't seem to be uh, such a big issue even data shows that We also took a look at the five districts with the highest poverty rate. Political scientist Yogendra Yadav in a recent article claimed that there is a class divide in the Congress and the BJP's support bases respectively. The Congress, he said based on a survey, was gaining more votes among poorer people. Our data analysis points out that in the top 5 poorest districts in Karnataka, the Congress won 45% of the votes, which is a gain of 3.2% compared to 2018 while both the bjp and the jds lost vote share so why did this happen actually uh, one straightforward thing is that i mean this is not a surprise because this is how uh, 
traditionally uh, it's not been markedly different from this also this time i think congress managed to catch that pulse with its five guarantee schemes you know i mean like uh, for uh, they very went very big on the price rise issue they went very big particularly on the lpg uh, lpg cost issue and one of their guarantees is uh, ensuring uh, free cylinders right uh-huh. so a uh, lot of guarantee schemes essentially look at uh, the price rise issue and compensating it in uh, some way so i think uh, dk shukumar said that he he kept us gas cylinder in uh, the office and said everybody should do what namaskar should to that and then uh, cast the vote you know like it, it is an interesting contrast to say by bajrang bali and cast your vote as opposed to do namaskar to the gas cylinder and cast your vote i think congress went big on the price rise uh, issue uh, so i think uh, and the five guarantees that they have promised are essentially trying to compensate for the uh, distress particularly among the poor and in the rural areas i, I think that may have uh, worked in favor of uh, congress in these regions okay so that accounts for the congress and the bjp but what about the jds why are they now playing a smaller role here in these poorer districts no J- the shrinking of jds is across regions even in rural areas urban areas they were never very strong except in a few pockets so even in rural areas in across regions jds vote share has dropped so i think the same trend followed and also one of the reasons may be that because if you see from 2004 now it is almost 20 years in 20 years we have had only one government till now apart from this that has come uh, we have had only one government in 2013 with a clear majority so from 2004 to 2023 that is 19 years only 5 years there was a stable government and no other government got a full majority so that is also probably a, the reason why people may have voted for a stable government and that may have also adversely impacted jds because jds is seen as the uh, party which is actually spoiling this majority so of course i think the big question is probably what this means for karnataka for the bjp going forward and how parties are going to sort of adjust their strategies after seeing this comfortable win that the congress has you know sort of pulled off karnataka famously has never voted the same party back to power right since 83 so there was a there was a lot of debate about whether that will that jinx bjp will be able to break was one of the big questions that was asked ahead of this election i think in a decisive way it seems to have it's proved that it's not uh, i mean that 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 old trend continues i mean if there was ever a debate i don't, don't think there could be a more uh, clear answer than this i mean as of now at least that trend holds and also another trend is that karnataka has always voted differently in lok sabha and vidhan sabha even in 84 85 when lok sabha and vidhan sabha elections were held just months away in lok sabha congress got a full thumping majority and just months later ramkrishna gade came back with a thumping majority in vidhan sabha so this bjp's attempt to drive a assembly election in karnataka from a delhi perspective has backfired that is very clearly evident so in karnataka that may work may or may not work for lok sabha elections that is a different call altogether 
the same campaign will not work in Karnataka for assembly elections. That seems to be the big take. Yeah, and also going forward, what will happen in twenty twenty four is something that is hard to so guess may, at this moment. Though this is the result for this local election. So this may not be the indicator for what may happen in twenty four again. Karnataka may vote differently, or it may be in line with this also. But usually, that is a completely different question and a different campaign and different issues. I think there are some questions that just as BJP has to now go back and ask itself, you know, about its strategy, about its uh, it what appeared like a firm belief that uh, Narendra Modi and Shah can do that what they call magic charisma. All these words were used extensively, so that is a question they'll have to ask themselves now, and whether they can do without a local face at all is something they'll have to ask themselves. Going forward, Congress uh, also has some tough questions to negotiate with. First off, it has to about the chief ministerial uh, candidate. There are two very strong contenders, and how they deal with that uh, will will decide a lot about how smooth things will be going forward. Thank you both so much for joining me. That's it for this week's episode, but I'll be back soon to unpack the next big data story. You can listen to this podcast on all major streaming services, including Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. And you can go ahead and subscribe or follow to make sure you do not miss the next episode. And as always, you can check out all of our data coverage for the Karnataka elections and all our other data stories at thehindu.com slash data. Thanks for listening.